Ladies and gentlemen, as the title suggests, we are uncertified financial planners. We are not professionals. I repeat, we are not professionals. Before you make any financial decisions, please contact an official certified financial advisor or planner. Take it away. Hey guys, welcome back to the Uncertified Financial Planners podcast. After another brief break, we're back. Uh, We got some good topics today. Um, how you doing, Ethan? I'm doing well. I'm glad to be back. Uh, it's been a minute, you know, trying to work. We got, uh, you know, work together on our, our schedules. We got busy schedules. Eric's trying to find a job. I'm finishing up classes. He is as well. He's about to graduate, actually. So, terrifying. Times, busy times. Yeah. That's just the way it goes sometimes. And uh, fit in when we can and um, do, what we, we'll do what we must. But uh, in the vein of, you know, jobs and graduation and new seasons for a lot of people um i think one of the things we should start with is like how do you get a job what do you do to get a job Ethan, what do you do to get a job yeah um you apply everywhere um and hope something sticks now as we've seen we're kind of in recessionary you know a recessionary environment and so Mm -hmm. not a lot of people hiring has been slowed down yeah. So uh, when I was looking for my internship, I probably applied to thirty places, maybe twenty five. Like I, it was high up there, and uh, literally only got to the next set of interviews on one, one, one Crazy. group. One group reach out to me, so uh, that I didn't even, or, uh, which was from a prior connection. So it's it's not very pretty out there right now and you have to just keep your head up you got to com- continue to move on you got to hope for the best but you got to prepare for the worst people because that is the way that you keep your expectations low and your happiness levels high um so and that's one of the things that you said really early on in the podcast it's like happiness equals expectations minus reality or something like that or i said that backwards yeah it's right. um happiness is defined as expectations minus reality yeah yeah, um, which is a good truth. And one thing you kind of said right there that you you said without saying was that the important, like how important networking is. Mm-hmm. You got a connection through you know like a past connection, and um, I the job I'm working now is through a connection of my fraternity, like doing real estate. Like I met the guy, and he offered me a spot at his firm because he knew me, he knew what I was about, who I belonged to. And I was able to use that connection where I otherwise wouldn't be employed right now. <laughs> yes, sir. Mm. Also, all of us need to just, you know, if you're listening to this, take a pause, take a deep breath, and start absolutely clapping for Garrett Rudolph in celebration of his mm. first sell, baby. Come on. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah, huge news. Huge um, news. Well, it took seven months. <laughs> hey, but you know what? The grind never stops, buddy. That's how yeah, it goes. I mean, in real estate, most people say it takes like a year to even get established. And once you're established, you know, you start having that circulating rotation of clients and references and, and things like that. But yeah, thanks for the shout out. It's been a grind. It's been a gristle, if you will, grind hustle. 
Oh, uh, sure, love it. But it's finally paying dividends. Um, but yeah, job interviews make eating job. It doesn't have to be scary. Um, I'm sure there's a statistic out there about how many jobs are like right in front of you the whole time, and you don't see it. Like, like, oh, your friend has a position, his past contact, the position up at their firm, and there's we're only looking at Indeed, you know, and you're not opening your eyes to other places. Definitely, definitely. One of the things I mainly use is LinkedIn, but like, mm-hmm. this is the problem nowadays is everybody's like, oh, yeah, now this is something that is true. You do need to follow your dream if you want to say it that way. Everybody's like, man, if it's not exactly what you want to do for the rest of your life, don't intern there. Don't, you know, what you're really doing when you say, when you de- decline an opportunity, let's say, you know, I want to be in finance, but I, I take a sales internship because no finance places would hire me, but a sales inter- internship would. I'm learning throughout the summer how to interact with people, people that don't want to interact with you. You're having to figure out how to open them up. And that is very, that's something very beneficial when you're doing your interviews the next summer for, you know, a finance job or you're doing, you're trying to body a client for your personal finance like book. So take opportunities that don't feel like they're necessarily ones that you think beneficial to your, your major. Uh, that's yeah. mainly for college students, but like, don't say no to an opportunity just because you don't think you'd like it. Uh, every, yeah. experience, every experience is is beneficial. So, yeah, I mean, one thing that my professors say a lot is sometimes the best part of an internship or a job is learning what you don't want to do. You know, exactly. Um, so that's how I've kind of been. Yeah, and that's how I've kind of been with uh, this whole real estate thing. Is uh, you know, some people can be good at it. It's a great, great business. But I've learned that this um, commission base is is not my jam because uh, I like I like security, even if that means making a little less um, for me. And that's something I've learned through this past seven eight months. You know, mm-hmm. and definitely like just because you have a job doesn't mean you can't be looking for another like. You know, as let's say you're about to graduate or or you're just in between jobs like oh I could never work at Target like Target pays 15 an hour bro like that's solid not, that's not like that's not great money but that's not bad by any means like take the job walk, don't just sit there and and zero dollars an hour while you're you're, speci- you're <laughs> some like you know you're claiming to be looking for a job but you're just sitting and playing on you know video games all day like if that's you, bro, just go p- apply to Target or, or McDonald's. Like, who cares? We need those workers. Not an embarrassing job for two months while you're looking for something else, and you're making stable income. So, like, don't be afraid to take a job because of the look that it may bring. Um, exactly. You can apply to jobs even though you have a job. So, and kind of with that, or I guess a spinoff of that is that. Any any job can be leveraged to get where you want to go. Like, okay, I'm in, I'm in real estate right now. I'm applying for finance positions. Um, real estate is probably more on the sales side, you know, in a in a macro like industry view. Um, their experience, but like, I've been able to get financial experience by working with you know people's credit, you know, measuring credit, making. Uh, giving advice to help people with credit, you know, looking at house prices, you know, looking at statistics, analysis, you know, it's more than just, just what the title suggests, you know? 
Definitely. Definitely. You, I mean, there's so much that you can pick up from something that you would have never thought. So worked at Academy sports and outdoors, not something I really wanted to do. I had no idea or it had nothing to do with like my future career. I picked up, you know, valuable, valuable lessons from that. And so, you know, enjoy the process. Alt is always awesome, but also enjoy comes before the result because sometimes you don't get another chance. So it's just fun to enjoy the process, even if it's tiresome, I guess. Yeah, even somewhere like Academy or Target or McDonald's, you know, it's it's work ethic, it's it's soft skills, it's how to talk to people, it's how to serve people, it's how to listen to leaders, you know, like all those are useful in any workplace. I mean, unless you're an entrepreneur and don't have a boss, but like in 90% of workplaces, those are useful skills, you know? 100%. It all comes down to this. Positive mindset equals positive outcomes. If you go into with a negative mindset you're not turning things around good example i was uh my girlfriend had a like a formal uh and i just wasn't in a you know very like social mood while we were getting ready for this dance and so i'm just like me every day (laughs) right and i'm just like dude i am like you know i was super negative nancy she pulled me aside and was like hey like what in the world is going on uh, I changed my mindset and I had a really good time. So it, it really comes down to just having a positive mindset. And people people feel the energy you're putting out. Like I know that's kind of yeah. cringe, but it's also true. Like you can tell if somebody's at or if somebody's happy. So you know, hey, always you stop being cringe. Right, like literally. Like also, <laughs> you know, it's you know, no, like actually though, you know, what's crazy though is like every time you smile, this is a chemical in your brain that genuinely just like makes you happy. Oh, huh. why not? Why not smile more? You know what I mean. Come on. It takes more no. muscles in your face to frown than it does a smile. <laughs> okay. Um, it's a good word. It's a good word. And sometimes you need a uh, girlfriend to slap you upright, tell sure. you stop being a buzzkill. Straight I've up. been there Straight multiple up. times. <laughs> um, but yeah, job interviews, jobs, internships don't have to be scary. Um, at the end of the day, more times than not, it's a numbers game. I mean, Ethan and I were just talking before I recorded. I've sent out like 30 applications. Like, I started it in January. We're recording this on 420. Hey, 420, nice. Uh, <laughs> uh, and I've, I've still, I've gotten to the second round of interviews like twice, maybe three times. You know, and that's just part of the process. Get ahead early. That, that's a good practical takeaway. Get ahead early. Put out numbers. 100%. Um, yeah. I'm going to just keep throwing random bits of advice. The harder you work, the luckier you get. You tend to get lucky or you feel lucky when you work harder. Uh, you know, prep, preparing for an opportunity that you don't know is there is the best way to to go about things. So um, I guess that's our point with job and interview nonsense is just okay if you don't find your dream job on the first go about. Um, so. Another thing that's crazy, I don't know if Garrett's mic is working right now. I don't hear him. But something else that's crazy, if you save $100 a month, every month, from 25 years old to 65 years old, or really just for 40 years, that's $1,176. Um, 
the math, but or I'm sorry, that's one million one hundred seventy-six. I was about to say, <laughs> I'm sorry, one million one hundred seventy-six thousand dollars. Uh, so one point one million is not too not too shabby just from saving a hundred dollars a month. I don't even think that means throwing it in a savings account. I'm saying a hundred dollars a month for forty years in a checking account that earns zero percent interest is still one point one million dollars. So that's crazy. Just remember, if you have a hundred dollars that sits around every month, put it in a savings account and let it accrue interest and build up so that 1.1 is really like 3.3 or maybe more. It just depends. Um, That's crazy. I'm so bad at saving money, man. Like, um, uh, my grandma gave me a a gift for graduation early since she won't be able to make it. And like literally the next day I was (laughs) in a, uh, at a Western store looking for a pair of boots. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I just can't help myself. I'm so, I'm really bad at saving money. So I need yeah. to just set it aside and out of my mind. I know most Americans are bad at saving money. I'm pretty sure roughly 10% of Americans have a negative net worth. Uh, and that's probably, that's pretty hard to do. I think that's like, like legit. Like, I think I saw that in a report actually. I I'll mean, look it up while you, yeah. Going. So like, I think it's like 10% of Americans have a negative net worth. It's really not great. You know what's even crazier? Having $4,000 in your bank account puts you in the 50th percentile of the world population for money. So, or wait, mm. it's either that or it's like the 25th, like you're better than 25% of people. I'm not totally sure. Point is, money. Because, yeah, it's hard, but it, it, reaps, it's, it reaps its benefits. Um, definitely. I, uh, it's a story real quick. Uh, my mom gave me money from when I graduated my senior year of high school that was from, you know, random people that just accrued and uh, that she accidentally didn't put in a savings account for me. I've yet to put that in a savings account. So, uh, yeah, definitely easier to keep things in my checking. I usually keep almost double in what I have in my savings in my checking. So I need to hmm. probably probably definitely switch that. Yeah, my thing, man... I guess this this could be this could be like a teachable or a, a lesson moment. You gotta figure out what makes you save. It is it literally impossible for me to save cash. It, it quite literally burns a hole in my pocket. Um, but like in my checking, like when when I put my a paycheck into Excel and figure out what I need to save each month, like it's so much easier for me to to invest or save that. Than, than cash or Venmos or things like that. So, like, one, one important thing is is learning how how you save and trying to get money that way. Definitely. And like another thing, cancel a subscription you're not using, dude. If you have a Netflix, if you have a Netflix subscription, not like constantly watching Netflix, like me. Like I don't ever watch Netflix, but I have a Netflix subscription because I had to watch a movie that was only on Netflix for class. Um rid of it i'm probably about to get rid of mine i don't know why I ever back i should have just like looked up spark notes on the movie because dude, it you're paying nine bucks a month or even more mm-hmm. and you're getting subpar content in my opinion like there's some it's really not good good shows but like bro you've already watched them like you've already watched the good yeah. shows and good movies on netflix get something different or don't bro. like spend your money elsewhere bro uh, yeah, it's Netflix kind of sucks. I'm gonna say it. Uh, HBO is the best one. Here we go. HBO's big, 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 big. Isn't that owned by Warner Brothers? 
Yes, you know I like my Warner Brothers. This was recommend a little while ago, baby. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, we we told ourselves we wouldn't only educate on this uh, this this episode, and we'd be a little goofy, silly, willy. But I'm liking the education a little bit here. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's um, good. I'm gonna give two more bits of advice. Let's hear it. And then I kind of want to talk about this AI integration stuff that's going on here. So uh, actually, three more bits of advice. Yep. yep. So uh, he who has a why and endure any how he faces. Um, yeah, I don't really even remember why I wrote that down, but I like it. So he who has a why, so who the person who, you know, he or she has a purpose can endure anything that they face, like anything that pops up, like how is this possible? Mm-hmm. If you ever catch, your saying, catch yourself saying, how is this possible? How did this just happen to me? If you have a purpose behind what you were doing that led to that happening to you, it's okay. You brush it off and you keep moving. But if you don't have a purpose, you'll let it stop you. So remember your purpose. Remember why you started doing the thing that you're doing. Even if it is currently stopped, remember why you started in the first place. Okay. Two more things. Let's hear it. Bring it home. All right. Two more things. Beliefs shape your experience, so there is no reason why you should not believe that you can reach your goals. Um, if you don't, you know, if you set goals for yourself and then you don't even think you can reach them, why? First off, why'd you set them? Second off, if there's a roadblock, we can go back to the last point. Which mm-hmm. you need to just remind yourself of why you started. Secondly, you're gonna have a ter- or thirdly, lastly. You're going to have a terrible experience doing your completing your goal, and it may not even be as rewarding at the end if you don't remember your purpose, believe in yourself. So there's that. And then the last one. Excuse me. I just burped a little bit. That's hilarious. Nice. Okay. This is the last one. You know, everybody's like, oh, I'll never get ahead because I'm starting from the bottom. And only the rich. The rich get richer and the poor get poorer. Well, actually, that's not very true because if that was the case, we wouldn't be seeing the money move. You know, billionaires, the top 100 billionaires like five years ago, only are, there's only like 20 left at the top 100. So money moves. So never use that as, yeah. as an excuse. The rich are not getting richer and the poor are not getting poorer. Maybe in a little bit, uh, in a, a minor sense, but not overall. Yeah. Remember this. Everyone has the same 24 hours in a day, bro. Oh, come on. Has the same 24 hours. Actually, it's a little bit less now because the Earth is spinning faster than it used to, which actually is in the Bible. So, um, not gonna dive. In, not gonna dive into that. But that's <laughs> that's one of the trumpets, baby. So just get get prepared for that. Um, <clears throat> anyway, yeah. So everyone has the same 24 hours, or a little bit less now, but in the day, everyone has the exact same time in the day. If you're staying in bed at 1 p.m., like uh, I did recently. Um, you're you're being a you're being an absolute bum. Get out of bed, work hard, do something, go to class if you're in college. I missed all my classes today because I was being a bum. And that's not acceptable. That's no longer acceptable for me. I'm not. I'm that's not very UFP of you, Ethan. That's Come not on. very UFP of me, bro. You know, we I'm did. gonna move your golden noodle off the board. Oh. All I'm going to say is this. We do the research so you don't have to, but it's still smart to do some research. <laughs> you said like Mordecai and Rigby when you did that. Did I really? Yeah, the regular show, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. Good All right, real quick. I love that I was able to share some knowledge that I've I've been I've found, but GPT. Bro. The town research. Something else. 
of the town recently. I use it pretty much every day. Um, if you're thinking about getting uh, upgrading to Plus, don't do it. It's not worth it. It's 20 bucks a month. Not worth it. Um, like we said, cancel your subscriptions if you have unnecessary ones. But ChatGPT, you can ask it any question. Garrett, give me a question to ask. Um. Okay. Why do men go bald? One second. What was the first receding hairline? That's what I want to know. Who started it and cursed us men? Straight up, because I'm already <laughs> starting to see that on the crown and the and the, and the uh, hairline getting pushed back. All right, this is this is what it said. It's actually writing me like a full-on report. This is crazy. I'm gonna go. All right, it, it wrote me four paragraphs. So this might take a second. Male pattern baldness, also known as androgenetic alpecia, is the most common type of hair loss in men. It is believed to be caused by a combination of genetic and hormonal factors. Follicles in the scalp are sensitive to dihydrotestosterone, DHT, a hormone derived from testosterone. Genetic predisposition to male pattern baldness, the hair follicles become increasingly sensitive to DHT over time, causing them to shrink and eventually stop producing hair altogether. The hair loss typically starts at the temples and crown of the head. That's where I'm seeing it. L. That is such an L. And gradually progresses over time. So your boy is going to be bald eventually, just for everyone listening. Yeah. Proven. While male male pattern baldness is not a serious medical condition, it can have a significant impact on self-esteem and quality of life. There are various treatments available. All right. Anyway, so it sounds like the reason why is because hair follicles become sensitive to dihydrotestosterone. That's why people become bald. Um, women can also be bald as well. So, um, That's wild, man. So it kind of sounds like... Too much testosterone makes you bald. Oh, yeah. So, actually, this is actually scientifically proven. I've looked into this um, because it was the one thing that made me feel more confident about myself. <laughs> Even though I'm, I'm, I'm thinning. I'm not balding. But I'm, I got more test. I'm thinning. It says that men that are bald have more testosterone, like proven. And so, That's wild. not to get into weird stuff, will forever mean that your drive, whatever you think that drive should be, is going to be higher than, like a car. than the guy that has that has hair. So mm. your, your drive to uh, something to think about work out <laughs> is going to be higher. Uh, so just know something to think about. Oh, it's a good thing that you're bald, my guy. Uh, that's wild. Do you remember over our internship um, that this was when AI? This is when we first started the podcast. AI was just getting started. Um, or like getting into the headlines, not just getting started. Um, do you remember that artificial intelligence photo creator we were on for like a little bit? Yeah, 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 I do. I, do. I can't remember the name of it, but it was like you could type in a prompt and it would just generate a picture. And the more you ran that prompt, the better the picture got. Uh, and it just really showed how like fast AI learns. Yeah, so uh, two things on that. I saw a tweet back then, actually, that was talking about, it was like showing pictures of, of Barack Obama, and at the end of the tweet it said, none of these pictures are actually, like, they, they don't exist. This is all AI generated, and it looked exactly like Barack Obama. Have you heard the uh, the deep fake voices? Yes, and I was also going to touch on that. That was the next thing I was going to touch on, but, like, back to this picture real quick, sorry. So basically, it was say, he, this guy was saying that by the end of this, like, AI integration, like fully becoming integrated, 
don't even take pictures anymore. It'll all just be like, oh, like, AI, you know, create this picture of me or picture of whoever. Like, they won't even take pictures anymore. Do I think that is the case? No, I think that's ridiculous. But yes, let's go back to these deep fake, the deep, the deep fake voices. I don't know. I know you're probably not on TikTok. No. There was a song on TikTok by Drake and The Weeknd absolutely went viral because it was completely AI generated. Um, it's since been taken off Apple Music because I, I ended up downloading it because it was absolutely fire. Um, probably be a lawsuit because it literally sounded just like them, but it was not them. So um, a lot of like, oh, Kanye West singing some country song or Kanye West uh-huh. singing Kid Cudi. Uh, so yeah, no, the, it's, it's seriously bad able to t- like this is what's going to end up happening in my opinion we're going to have to start using ais which teachers have already done this and this has already been invented at least for chat gpt um people are going to have to start using ais to check if something's ai generated uh if something's ai generated it'd be a lot cheaper and so there's going to be markets for that because it's kind of like mm-hmm. in my opinion so basically diamond mining right now not to go off topic but this will relate it's more expensive to di- or to mine a diamond than it is to even sell the diamond that you've mined. Lab-grown diamonds have become more and more popular. Not just because they're lab like and when I say lab-grown, I'm not saying they come from nothing. Like they're basically speeding up the process of a diamond. And so huh. it's still a real diamond, but it's it was lab-grown rather than grown in the earth. Like artificial pressure to right. on the carbon. Right. Like that kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. So it is still a real diamond, but it just wasn't made by the, the earth. It wasn't made naturally. That's wild. So those but those be so much better like fast like produce. Like can be uh what the word is for for some reason. Um anyway, it can be efficient. More efficient, so like it can have make more quicker. And so for that reason, they're cheaper. So can buy a lab-grown diamond for a lot cheaper than a real diamond, but it'll look the exact same. So I think they'll, we'll see that with AI. You can buy a picture, this beautiful painting, um, it'd be AI-generated, and it's going to be cheaper than the actual painting if it was hand-painted. I think that's basically what it'll be. Then um, you'll have to use like an, another AI s- software to figure out whether or not this is AI-generated or not. So anyway, I think I think basically the end of the world's gonna happen. Um, pretty pretty no, like pretty pretty quick. Like Terminator two. Terminator two. Straight up, it may not be AI AI reason. AI may not be the reason for the end of the earth, bro, but I feel like in our lifetime that, that crap's coming quick, bro. Anyway. I'm gonna ask I'm gonna ask Chat GBT right now, is AI gonna take over the world? So while you're doing that, what's crazy Story. They found they they created this AI. Somebody did. Um, basically, it was, it was like the terminate. It was a Terminator bot, and it was basically they said they gave it the prompt of take over the world. Goodness. The first thing it did was create a Twitter account and start. It started trying to recruit other people, like other AIs, join its cause. Second thing it did was research Russian nuclear missiles, uh, like atomic bombs. 
And the that third thing it did, terrifying. Third thing it did didn't get to happen because they shut it down because it seemed like it was like straight up going to happen. They're like, okay, we can't run the simulation anymore because it's actually starting to learn. Oh, oh, sorry, no. So it did do three things. I've said two of the three. The first, first, first thing it started looking up was how to how to divide citizens of the world, like what, how to get them to fight each other. Basically, oh my research goodness. like what how why people act the way they do and that was like the first thing it did and then secondly it went to twitter to try and recruit other ai and then and then it started researching nuclear weapons so that's terrifying and then they shut it down before it continued because it was like oh that's... crap <laughs> dude why it's so crazy to me that software made for making memes about Trump and Barack Obama playing Call of Duty and funny videos and making images like that has that kind of potential. But it does, and it's terrifying. It's going to make human workers obsolete. Yeah, ChatGBT just referred to the Earth as our planet. So I guess it's alive. ChatGBT is claiming claiming the Earth as its planet. No, I'm terrified. I asked, when is the Earth going to end? And it said, I can't do that as an AI language model. But <laughs> Which is good. Sure. I hope you never can. It knows. No, it knows. It knows. To story. Well, this is what it's doing right now. It's storing all these questions. Like, like I just closed out a chat GPT, but if I open it up, it still shows, like, it shows that I talked about male pattern baldness. I talked, <laughs> I talked about oil reliance on foreign nations, which I recently looked up. Talking about uh, Ukraine war's impact on multinational corporations, the U.S. national debt of 2020 or 2013, which was a while ago. Obviously, that I looked that up. Something else, you know, we've turned this into basically this is the end of the world coming, and I'm talking a lot, so I apologize. But no, something else. It's all it's all beneficial. Something else that I want to to make people think about how, and this is something I just did a debate on. How important it is that the U.S. government controls their spending. We're at basically $32 trillion in debt. For reference, that means every taxpayer, so if you're listening and you paid taxes, it costs you $250,000 to pay off if if they divided the, the, the debt between every American, every taxpaying American. Uh. For, Say that again. How much? Two hundred fifty thousand. Holy cow! Per citizen that pays taxes. Citizen, it's like forty-four thousand. But you know, obviously, there's people that don't pay taxes because they either don't make enough, they're babies, or child labor, or like something else. So uh, anyway, so that's not good. But to think about it in this perspective, ten years ago it was sixteen trillion. So we've doubled our debt that it took two hundred years to get. In 10 years. Wow. So, yeah, they need to control their spending. It's really bad. Um, and basically, yeah. if we default on our default on our on our risk, on our debt. On our riz? I said risk. But, uh, <laughs> default on our riz? Yeah, default on our riz. No, if we default on our debt, <laughs> it's the end of the U.S. economy, bro. So, like, your, your, your yeah. $1 bill will be worth negative dollars. No one will want it. So... Uh, I'll always have my uh, collectible Star Wars coins, though. Yep, and I'll have my sports government can take those. I have my sports cards. Things will sports cards that only cost five bucks will probably be a trillion dollars by the time. 
That's probably what happened with uh, Venezuela when they had that 27,000% inflation or something. Yeah, in Germany right after World War II. Crazy. Well, basically, you know, I feel like we're coming to the end of this episode, and the, the biggest takeaway for the listener is that the world is ending and that the economy is screwed, and we are going to lose everything to robots. Right, so you might as well enjoy the time that we're not doing it, we're not suffering any of that stuff. Exactly. Just enjoy your life because um, Terminator 2 will be Bach. Right. That was a terrible joke. I'm so sorry. No, that was actually the funniest thing. That wasn't. <laughs> I, shut up. <laughs> we'll be I, feel, I, feel, I feel gross having said that. I feel like I just got a shade darker. That was, yeah, that was more. I feel like I need to take a shower. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, uh, I, I think I'm going to turn off my mic and just go home. That was, that was stinky. Worse All right, guys. That thanks for tuning in. <laughs> Deuces. Thanks for tuning night. in. We'll work on the jokes and uh, better ones next time, of course. Lost and found, I can't be found. I'm way too high up off.